years. So no worries. I'm going to play a quick video. Um, so just bear with me, sponsor video and intro video. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Blockhash Exploring the Blockchain, episode 297. Today on the podcast, I have Dr. Martin Lane, uh, no. founder, or Dr. Mark Lane, excuse me. Dr. Mark Lane, founder of AudioLocks, here on the show with us today. Mark, how you doing? Welcome on. Good. Thank you for having me. Of course, anytime. Absolute pleasure. Um, a lot I want to dive in today. have a bunch of questions for you on AudioLocks and what you guys are doing. Before we do, I think it'd be helpful for the audience to kind of know a bit more about yourself. Um, so maybe um, tell us a bit about your your background, some of the things you've worked on in the past, um, what your field of study is, I guess, and how that's kind of led up to what you're doing now with AudioLocks. Um, I started out as a child prodigy uh, with my father, um, Charles Nunley, that was uh, with NASA. They had discovered my abilities at six, and I started the dealing with that uh, as the government had used me. Uh, and then um, I got into just normal schooling, uh, had graduated very early, and then I had to do normal school again. Uh, and then I just went back into college. I have about 17 years with the college. Um, I had my PhD and uh, double master's in uh, business. Uh, and I, my, my favorite, of course, was always in nanotechnology before nanotechnology was a thing. Um, I started dealing with uh, very small uh, particulates, and then I got into subatomic uh, particles uh, separation and manipulating subatomic particles to affect polymers. Um, and I have several patented products uh, that are out there on the market. They're, they're white labeled, of course. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say what, what they are. Uh, but the, uh, the other portion of it, I had kind of a sort of normal life. I got married very early in age. I was uh, 21. And I've been married for 39 years and um, just a steady kind of a geek, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine, a uh, very close friend. I mean, I'm, we're like brothers. Uh, he just passed away about a year ago. Is that Dion Estes of Wham. I've known him since we were, I was 19. He was a little slightly older than me. I think he was four years older than me. And um, he, uh, over the years, I had managed some of his, his materials and stuff that he was doing personally outside of Wham. Wham only really lasted four years, even though it was the most popular pop band in the, in the world at the time. Mm -hmm. um, he wrote Heaven Help Me, which a lot of people on the radio thought it was uh, George Michael singing the song, but it, it actually wasn't. It was him. <laughs> he sounds a lot like uh, George Michael when he was singing. And uh, we had produced uh, many things. We, we developed our own company together, Voxtone Radio uh, re Records, I'm sorry. And, uh, well, we actually had Voxtone Radio at one time. 
uh, Buxton Records, and then we had uh, mainly as a publishing house, a little boutique record label. Um, and um, we managed some bands back in the day, you know, so I'm, I'm very, very well versed in the music business. Nice. Um, uh, saw a lot of his friends, of course, you know, with people of that stature, they have the, all the big names. He played on just about everybody's album. You, you know what I mean? It was incredible. He was in uh, 44, his music's been in 44 movies, you know, so um, he knows a lot of people. Uh, Bruce Willis, I mean, we just meet him on the street. Hey, you know, it's like a, like his <laughs> old friend, you know, so it, it's, you know, uh, it's just, it's funny how, how much, how many people he knew, but um, the main thing was that they started complaining to me about, you know, we want you, we want you to help us uh, fix the fix our problem about getting money. Uh, our money's our money's are just dropping and dropping, and they're stealing our songs and so forth. I'm like, well, I can look into it, you know, and um, it's not my, you know, my forte, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? but but uh, that's what I'm I'm a problem solver, you know, so. Um, I went and started looking at how uh, the do's and don'ts of what they're doing in the marketplace. Basically, back in 1993, AOL developed the MP3, which, you know, Rhapsody took it and ran with it and, and torrented around the planet with peer-to-peer systems, right, for free. Mm-hmm. And, and the music system has been gone down about $40 billion a year since then, you know. Right. So I... Um, I, I've seen the paychecks because I, mean, I was privy to them because I was actually doing the banking for them. So um, I would see these paychecks and go, oh, my God, it's just, it just kept coming down and down and down. Over the years, you know, you, you see people making hundreds of thousands of dollars and all of a sudden they're making $5,000. I mean, it's not funny anymore. You, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, I knew that the music business uh, is basically, you know, on, on its last breath, basically. And I... Developed a way uh, with Princeton, uh, with Princeton uh, consultants. Uh, they're at Princeton University, and um, I have a a way. The only way that I could think of was uh, uh, AI control. I know that most people think AI is an it, it is basically an algorithm, um, but these algorithms that they're using today basically are really used. Other than creativity, I've seen lately uh, are really used for batch information. This is where the supercomputer, the quantum computer is coming into play, right? So they mm-hmm. use these quantum computers and really what it is, is, is uh, algorithms, okay? Very billion dollar algorithms, right? That are written and they're able to go through security layers like hot knife through butter, basically. And this, this poses a huge problem to all of us. It's not just the music industry, it's everybody or your bank account, everything. They can literally hold banks at ransom with this stuff. Uh, and they're doing so. And it's going to, every year it's getting more powerful. And um, the, the government is, uh, at, you know, far as my understanding, because I work very closely with, it and mm-hmm. with friends of the government, and I do a lot of government work, um, they, they get hit 19,000 times a day uh, in hacking. And they have to kick these out. I mean, it's just, it's, it's manpower because we don't have the computers to actually do it for us. Uh, we actually physically, so it takes a lot of manpower. And um, a lot of my friends aren't even going home. I mean, they're literally having to stay all night. Their wives are, you know, getting angry and they, they, they can't stop. They have to keep because the, they're, they're being attacked, you know. And I have a way to fix the problem. 
Um, so um, I figured, what I did was I took it from the AI uh, scenario with a, with an algorithm, but then I, I want to go past that point and went to AI to AI, which is a, a much different uh, thing. Now, AI to AI would be fully control of all information from point A to point B, right? Now, this will also solve, as you know, our our, our blockchain problems, right? I know mm -hmm. it's, it, you know, how much how much security are you going to have on open source, right? And communities, right? I I, I love their their adage, you know, Dr. Sadoshi, you know, and what, and what he had tried to to do with blockchain. But it has so many holes in it; it's not funny. And if people want to defend it, that that's fine. They, they're just showing their ignorance. But the the actual blockchain can be used, but it needs to be used in a more secured way. And that only way I know to do would be to bridge those gaps, those non secured areas, with with my AI to AI to, you know communication, which is non binary. So you're putting something that's binary and then protecting it with non binary information. I know it right. may be most people's heads, but um, that's it's definitely high level stuff, but it's, yeah. it's very fascinating. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, the government won't allow me to talk about too much of it, but, but you're basically, you can't hack something that's, that's not, that's non-binary. I mean, it, there's the two, it's like oil and water. They don't mix, you know, kind of a mm -hmm. thing. So that was my only way that I knew to fix basically that problem. And then it's turned out to be a national security, you know, layer basically. So, um, the, the, I mean, it's a great thing, but it can grow as big as you can think. Uh, so the new AI system that I've designed basically is, is more on the robotic side than it is, um, than it is an algorithm. Um, it's a, it's a, an individual, he's a childlike at the moment. Um, he's about nine or 10 years old mm -hmm. uh, and it's a brain, it's an AI brain and it's a, it's made with nanotechnology. So it's, it's nanoparticulates. And it's not connected to the internet in any way. So there's, you can't hack it, you know, plus you don't know a way to get into it. There's, there's no way no supercomputer can even get to it. So, mm -hmm. so everything, all your data, so to speak, is floating around, you know, on, on nanos and there's no way of getting to it. So, you know, uh, but the other part about it is, is that it, these controllers that I've made, they're the ones who are controlling the, the, the information. So, you're taking the, this information uh, that's being sent through, let's say, blockchain. We want to call Web4. I could actually take it fat, further than that. I can go to Web4, which hadn't even been invented yet, which, that, which is my stuff, right? So right now, uh, I have to use uh, truncated lines or I have to use, you know, uh, 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 light lines or whatever we, whatever we have um, available to use currently, Um because I'm hemmed in by that until I completely design the full AI brain and get him up to speed to as an adult, then he'll be able to run all your computers, all, all, all televisions, all telecommunication systems. So if we're, if we're talking on the phone, we're not actually having a conversation. Our, our AIs are having a conversation and it's not hackable, you know? Um, and I kind of took it in between too, even, even at that, Mind you, this is light technology. So everything is at light speed. It's 27 times around the earth per second, right? So the, you can take uh, your phone call and call anybody in the world, your real live time at light speed, and you're not truncated. You're not on a truncated line. You're not, you're not satellite. 
you're basically on a on a light wave that that's you know it's fast. Now I know that there's line of sight, so there's repeaters involved. But but once again, it's not it's not anything that would harm. It's completely green. You know, light wave is completely green. So it's not like your your harmful you know uh, sound waves that that are very harmful to to flora and fauna, right? So as you know, it's killing things. Five <clears> G is <throat> not not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, shortwave ratios that they use are very dangerous to humans. You know, at, at some levels. Oh yeah. Um, so my whole approach, my whole life has always been green. Uh, no matter, I was green before green was popular. Uh, everything I've ever made is completely green and, and made from the earth. Um, and the same thing goes for this. It's just, it's simply a way to use the tools that, that are already here. You, you know what I mean? I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. I just basically took an, the premise of, of physics and, and be able to go past that point of, of, of trying to make something uh, trying to put perfume on a pig, so to speak. I mean, we have a problem and the problem, the issues with the internet is security. Now, last, about three years ago, they had a huge security meeting in Las Vegas and the best minds of the world were there. And the only thing that they can still come up with is a, is a better rapper. That, that's all they have, right? These are naval officers. I mean, it, it's deep, right? That's the only thing that we can do. Uh, there's a lady from Princeton, a young woman, that she had designed a way to protect uh, through HTTP, but um, it's very temporal, right? So um, I think she just got hired by Microsoft. <clears throat> but um, the the only way that I know to permanently um, stop the theft and, and, and keep it free, so to speak, would be mm-hmm. to use something uh, of my system that would be completely in control of it and protect you at the same time. So it protects the customer and the client, right? So the both ends are protected. Nobody can get to it. So you have the connectivity of blockchain, let's say the, the system of blockchain. So from point A to point D, some, somewhere in there, they can actually revert. I don't know if you know the science behind it, but you can actually revert uh, back, to, back to B through blockchain and get to A, get to A because all the information from A is in B when you're connected. That's how they can get to your wallet. Right. Interesting. So, yeah. So this way it protects it because there, there is no, there is no information of A and there's no, and, and B doesn't carry any information. So you have to use a, this kind of a system to stop that type of theft. Um, and that's where they're stealing it from, you know, from, from revert, reverting mostly, um, you know, big stuff, $600 million the other day. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. crazy stuff. But, um, uh, and then we need to go jump into, uh, forget web three. We need to, we need to go completely into web four, which will be a complete freedom, uh, of, of information at light speed, right? Forget the truncated lines, forget all that telecommunications would be over our head. We have no more Wi-Fi. We'll be able to connect, you know, to light beam over our head and just like being in a, a Starbucks store, you know, for free. Right. So, uh, once we do that, then then um, information can go very fast, and 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 everybody will be protected because the the AI, the device, either through the the phone itself being the device, or the let's say the AI app, the uh, that I've created, it has its own operating system. It doesn't need Apple or Android to run it. Uh, but uh, once that 
once we go permanent with it, it'll be new phones, new computers, all that stuff. So no more bugs, no, no more, none of that stuff will happen. Uh, communication will be much faster and better and more secure because everybody will, everybody will be protected by their own personal AI. And that AI will definitely, I mean, right now I have it uh, through audio locks. I'll be able to, if somebody were to mess with the, the, the actual app itself, so it's not really an app, but it'll mess with the app. Mm-hmm. It will actually take your picture and tell the location to the, to the crime division at FBI, Quantico. So I wouldn't mess with it. You can't, you can't uh, uh, decompile it in any way. It doesn't have that kind of information to decompile it, you know, so. Right. Uh, the, the, I think some of the people uh, have questioned uh, of the compression. And I think that's uh, the old technology of how fast can we get a file, you know, to, to one, a song, how long does it take to download an album? You know what I mean? Those kind of questions that the industry asked me, you know what I mean? And I have to tell them I don't have any files to download. You know, that's where I get the weird, the weird look, right? Mm-hmm. My system doesn't have files. It's non-binary. You know what I mean? Has communication, has communication between A and B, right? So when you put a song in in your library, then then your the the other your your device knows what you've done because it has its own memory. It has its own mind, right? And it memorizes everything that it sees and hears, which will protect you in the long run as well. And then and then. So you say, well, I just downloaded Taylor Swift's, you know, new song. Um, it'll, it doesn't need any more connectivity. It, it's done. It remembers it. It knows what the song is. It'll repeat it back with 100% accuracy. So higher quality than we've ever just we ever had before. Uh, it'll play it, it, you know, at three, 360, 380. You know, so there's higher qualities that we that that we've never even experienced. Uh, even my friends at MIT, you know, to do uh, this to develop 4K. How many people own a 4K television? Just about everybody really have a flat screen 4K television. Yep. Do we do we get broadcasting in 4K? No. What really do we really get? I would say somewhere around the 720p maybe. Uh, we think it, it, we get high quality stuff. I'm sorry. It, it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. The broadcast, these are the costs. The broadcast 4K television cost $90 a second. Nobody's going to pay that, right? No, that's very expensive. Get broad, live broadcasting with 4K television until until I come along, right? So I've had a I've had a, a, a side up for over almost four years. Uh, I'm one of my partners there. Uh, over f- almost four years now and um, a channel that I have on Roku. And uh, I, I broadcast that for less than five bucks a month and it's 4k 24 seven costs nothing. You, you have to have the system. You're what you're doing is you're almost flipping the, the technology on its end. You're, you're putting it to an opposite where the customer is, is, is taking the brunt instead of the, the, the servers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So um, the customer can play the song out in the middle of the ocean in the middle of the desert. There's no connectivity, no data, doesn't need anything that AI will, will, it was, it would be just as though you had had the MP3 on your phone, right. And just played it directly, you know, but not taking up the conventional space. Right. 
So the AI right now in the space, why is about 17 megabytes on your phone? And you could have 10,000 songs. It'll never go past the 10, 10, the 17 megabytes, right? So it's just the, the its own mind, its own memory. So you're, the 17 megabytes is the mind of the of the AI. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That's very I fascinating. Mind, I feel like... Storage, but. Yeah, I feel like there's so many different things that could be applied to even outside of, you know, music and what you guys are doing. Everything, audio banking, financial, crime, you know, everything. And they're, they're, they're doing it. They will mm -hmm. do it. Uh, all these platforms, the movie business, they're, they're suffering just as bad as the music business. You know, they come out with a movie and it's, it's torrented like, you know, a week later. You, you know, I mean, they, they normally had a five-year uh, uh range of, of money coming in their ROI that they had the return of investment was normally a five-year uh, plan uh, they had America first and overseas uh, and then uh, you know and and directors and actors would get paid off the back end of, of, of stuff as it progressed in its value um, don't have that anymore whatever they can get up front is all they get that's all they get right mm -hmm. so uh, it, it's not it's not good in the writers producers you know the film they're not getting paid just like the music business nobody's getting paid um you can't make money um off of songs in itself you, you back in the day i producer you know as myself a music music producer um you you do a song an album like sylvia massey rick rubin any of these the any of these great producers well-known producers that Hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars for an album, and that's probably very conservative. Uh, normally, it was a budget of half a million, and then you had a half a million dollars, just basic half a million dollars, just to start your your uh, like a Sony Red dis distribution deal. You know, if you were you know uh, uh, if you were a type of person that wasn't labeled, right? You, you were a non-labeled person, independent. I'm trying to use the term here. I, I get my mind in so many different uh, areas, mm -hmm. <laughs> but. Yeah, so the cost value in itself is uh, tremendous. You, you know, I mean, there, there's a, mm -hmm. uh, but now you have uh, making your stuff at home. I mean, you can tell the value, the quality is just not the same. I mean, how much quality can you do when you've never had any, you know, any kind of sound engineering training or, you know, you're going to get what you get. You, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that a lot of it's not too bad, but it's definitely doesn't have the quality of, of the, 70s and 80s and 90s and music at all you know early 2000s still had some and that now it's just completely waned off of uh, of that quality it's just not there you know mm -hmm. uh, they don't want to put the because why would what somebody want to you know open and spend that kind of money when you never get the re revenue back nobody would be able to stay in business right right, right. Swift spends four million dollars on pna her advertising She's not getting it back. Nobody can stay in business. That's why she broke out of the from where she was at from Big Machine, Steve. So there's there's just so many problems with. And now it, the shame of it is these people are so desperate now. These big artists they're selling off their catalogs because they they're not making any revenue, right? Mm -hmm. And then think when when COVID hit and they shut everything down, there wasn't even a concert to make any money. You know, um, that that just pretty much stuck the nail in the coffin in the music business. You know what I mean? So there yeah. has to be another way. There has to be a way to retain their IP, uh, to retain 
and and so I know a lot of big people at record record companies, and I, I've I've inquired their their do's and don'ts, and what do you really need? What your what your you know your real needs are, and I that's the reason why I had made this system, even though I knew it, you know, let's say digitally. I want to make it, uh, uh, you know, for both the the, the user and the, and the clients. Uh, so I, I really designed it for the music industry, you know, to protect themselves, to protect the, the, the material. Uh, the client, uh, I, I heard all the do's and don'ts from Spotify and what, what, what they hate about it, what they don't like about it. I mean, those things are there, right, you know, to, mm -hmm. to research. And I just designed my way around that. Uh, and also, um, I, I have involved uh, my own technology and streaming. So the, the, the app itself has its own internal banking and its own internal tracking. And the, uh, the AI, will, if you are Keith Urban and you, mm -hmm. you know your, your account, you can see what you've sold today what, what's, what's for the month. You, everything is right before you. So it's, it's live. It just tells you, right. Oh, I just got 10 more. You know what I mean? So um, it literally is a live app to, to the, to the artists. And then you have the, the record labels. They have the same, the same stuff, but it's on the big screen. It's on an administrational screen. So they can pull records. They can pull their, their reports daily if they want to. They've never had any openness from the third parties um, at all. Uh, mm -hmm. They get what they get. They don't even know if it's true. You, you, you know what I mean? They can't yep. even swear that it's that it's true information or or even accurate half the time. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, and then you have BMI and ASCAP, which I belong to to, to BMI. Uh, mm -hmm. for many years I have a catalog, and, and and you know they only they're only collecting what's being sent to them, so they're not actively out there looking for your stuff. You know. There's a couple young guys about your age in, in York that are actually doing some big artists and pretty big favors by going into the system and finding the money for them. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's into the millions of dollars that they haven't paid, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, kudos for them. You, you know what I mean? But we need to stop that. So if we if AI has all the records and it's completely this is the premise behind Web3 being being open you know and, and visible to everybody we need to really truly be that way and to be transparent where they can see what they're making you know it's no longer mm -hmm. it's no longer a, a cloak and dagger kind of situation you know being held over a barrel sometimes uh you know spotify and not paid for six months you know uh and they haven't paid taylor swift or four million dollars back yet that they own, you know, and they oh they try to woo her back. Do you know how far sales went when they, when she dropped off? It was crazy. Their whole sales thing. How, how you want to really shoot yourself in the foot for four million dollars? I guarantee you they lost more than four million dollars. Oh yeah, it was all, all the potential revenue gone. Oh my god, it was crazy. So there, I mean, I, I don't know the stupidity involved, but it, you have to be pretty low level, you know, mm -hmm. uh, to to even think that that would even be worth it. You, you know what I mean? Just pay the lady, pay what you owe, you know, pay the bill, you know, these, she, she's probably one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. She literally works about 300 days a week or a year. I mean, it's crazy uh, how, how much she was doing during her albums and promoting and stuff. She, I mean, her going to the beach was a, was one time a year with her friends. You know, I mean, she was really a hard worker um, and I really admire her for, for being such a hard worker. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of artists out there just like her that have had so many issues and that have been pried upon by um, the 
mainstream and centralized music industry that's out there from record labels to streaming platforms, you yeah. name it, uh, to producers. And they just absolutely get screwed in so many different ways. And they're looking for new avenues, very similar to like what you guys are doing, whether it's within Web3 and blockchain or it's Web4, like you talk about. Yeah. They, they want new revenue channels. They want new ways to, you know, make it theirs and to have that security and to have that reliability to have that reach, to have accurate analytics. Um, well, what are some ways, I know you've kind of talked about it a little bit, that maybe this benefits artists uh, tremendously versus the system that we exist in now. Uh, just some basic examples, maybe. Well, I mean, the first thing is to protect their music, right? Mm -hmm. So, Though it can, can't be stolen, there's no file to steal. There's, you can't download something, right? So that's one. Um the next thing is that they, they do know they have their analytics. They know what they're making, right? They're, it's not like they, they're in the dark. Uh, keeps everybody honest. You, you know what I mean? Keeps them honest with, uh, with the label as well, you know? So Keith Urban doesn't have to take the label's word for it either. You, you know what I mean? He, he knows what he's making, right? Where's my paycheck, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, they, they'll know that. They, the other thing that I wanted to do, which I, I'm going to implement it, is uh, I ha we have our own token. Uh, an in-app token, and it's not on the blockchain, it's actually an in-app token um, that will be bought and sold and traded on that for money and products, you know. Um, that's one of the one of the things I believe would, would, would be an added benefit um, to have your own, you know, since I own my own bank, <laughs> it, it would be better to, to use that system and, and keep and, and, and have, uh, you know, NFTs or anything else that people would want to do. Uh, in that in that kind of a crypto world, you, you know what I mean, um, without being on the blockchain, so to speak, and um, uh, more safe, you know. And um, they the advertising, of course, uh, we have jumbo jumbotrons and and stuff. Uh, I will not allow uh, any kind of uh, advertisement on the music. I won't allow it before or after the music. It only be pl uh, product placement on the app. I am not allowing any kind anything to interfere with the music. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a writer myself. Uh, I I would I, I think it's offensive uh, to have I you know even watching YouTube's offensive. You know you're watching something and and then they just cut for a break. I mean that's horrible. I mean it's just it's it's nonsensical uh, to to have something like that. Um, I don't think uh, to if you need to pay uh, money uh, for something like that, then 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 just make the customer pay for it. Don't don't do both. You know here you. And that was irritating to me. You have cable, you're paying good, a lot of money, you know, 150, $200 a month, but then you're still watching commercials. You're paying for the service. Yeah. Why am I, why am I paying for a commercial too? You, you know what I mean? So kind of like one or the other, right? The other thing I wanted to do is ha I have, which is in there already functioning uh, is a live stream. So on my system. So that they're able to talk to their fans and, and tell them what's going on. They can have their own private concert on there. If COVID hits again or whatever, they can do it from their living room and they can still make money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, live concerts, live home concerts. They can do a live shot concert if they want to do it. Um, you know, in that way. I have other ways of doing it where I can. They can do actual. Uh, take a camera and plug into the system and, and actually have real. You know. Uh, studio cameras, you know, uh, filming it if they want to do it that way. Um, but there's, there's other ways, like I said, you know, 
I think it may come to that if we, if these, uh, these super bugs keep coming down the line, you know, I mean, you, you just can't stop commerce, uh, you know, because when money stops uh, moving, then, then we go into massive recession, you know what I mean? And it's, it's not good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, when you cut money from the music business, you're cutting money from everybody's business and people just don't think like that. They don't have the understanding of what economy really is. You're talking about, when they tour, they have hotels and food, right? They have trucks. They have truckers. All, all of these things, the, the hotel, everything is being uh, done. The, the, the actual backline people, the musicians, everybody has to be paid, you know? And there's a huge economy within just one group of people, you, you know what I mean? And what they're doing and how their tour goes and where, you know... And people just don't realize how it affects the the car the rental business, right? Well, if you don't have music and nobody's renting cars, I mean, you'd be surprised. Like I said, I believe it's estimated somewhere between forty to fifty billion dollars a year is missing from the music market, you know. And that I'm like I said, I think that's just super conservative. It could be upwards of eighty or a hundred, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the um, the fact is, is that the they're not making able to make money um, because it's being stolen is the main brunt of the problem. And then they're being lied to. So they uh, to keep everything honest and open and transparent, that's you're going to need a system like this for people to really see what they're getting and what's what's owed. Then you have a then you have a lawsuit, you know, where you can say, look, this is what the count was as a report. You didn't pay me. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. attorneys love that you know it's all in black and white black and white don't lie you, you know what i mean so they they love that um there's there's other things that i can't discuss that's going on in the music business um mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh contract contractual agreements have been broken sure. a horrible breakage of big contracts right now and um uh, hopefully the audio locks will be there for for the for the fallout and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get it out as fast as I can. The only, I'm about 95 to 98% done. The only thing that I need to do is create the on, onboard screen for the industry so that they would be able to log in and, and pull the reports. Um, and I can get through probably between six to eight months once, once it's, uh, we, get our, we raise our capital for our funding uh, that we need. And we nice. were raising it through the, the token so that people could not only get, you know, cheap tokens at the moment, and, but could also have the, the, the percentage rate of, uh, of getting the, the monies uh, from raising the capital. So it's, it's kind of a twofold moneymaker for, for anybody that's investing, you know, the right. big incentive for them. So the <laughs> primary need mostly right now is you're, you guys are continuing to raise capital. Is that the stage you're at? Yeah, that's what the stage we're, we're at right currently right now. And uh, let me ask you a question real quick Um, in regards to getting to market. This technology you're talking about that you guys are building sounds fantastic. It sounds incredible. Um, And when it comes to competition, I don't think Spotify holds a candle technologically to what you guys are doing, which is awesome. I'll speak to that if you want me to. Yeah, yeah. Um, The main main problem with with any third party is that they have to pay about 40% from from another third party for the Mm -hmm. to, to, to play anything. Okay, so all your albums and your music and everything are all third party. Okay, Mm -hmm. they have to pay that. The other part is the bandwidth. So here, SEC reports show that that bandwidth is about six hundred thousand dollars 
a month per 1 million users. Now they have what 150 million people, uh, users, subscribers. Uh, so that's about $90 million a month uh, going out the door just for bandwidth. I don't have any bandwidth. So I'm able to pay a lot more money to the artist. So I'm offering a penny per spend. Um, and 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 the, this substitute to an elite group, that's the anybody. Okay, so they can't do that. They, in fact, they went before the Supreme Court said we, we, they couldn't raise it on the MMA. They couldn't raise it for uh, a two-tenths more of a penny or that they would go broke. They're actually right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that. They just don't have any room to move. The profit. The profit's just not there for them to, to function. You know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's because it's old technology, and they're they're trying. That's the that's the main issue of everybody right now. Is the bottom line is that they, they it's too much bandwidth. It costs too much. These servers cost millions of dollars. Uh, SEC report on just say Google. Google spends $2.9 billion every three years. So basically about a, about a billion a year on bandwidth. That's a lot of money going out the door, right? Yep. That's just bandwidth, you know? So they use about 800 to a, to a million servers a year. That's what they use. It's a pretty big rack, right? right. Um, but the, these, these other people, that they, they have too much going out. So, they, so by the time they pay for all their bandwidth, uh, and then, and then paying the forty percent or more to to the third party that that have the permission uh, for these files, there's just no money left. You know, they're making money on the commercial and and data mining, right? So, and you know, dining all your metadata, right, from the customers mm -hmm. themselves, which aren't getting compensated for the metadata, right? So, um, there's no metadata available on my system. Once again, there's no files. There's no no. Nobody, it's completely autonomous. There's, there's nobody, there's not a number, there's nothing there, okay? So you can't, can't uh, hack into somebody's account. They don't exist, okay? All this mm -hmm. is for our own safety. You know, it sounds a little radical, but it has to be done, you, you know what I mean? Uh, we have to cut our, cut the, we have cut cords, we've got to cut these things, you know, off. Um, it's just too dangerous of, of, to have our personal information just hanging out there all the time, you, you know what right. I mean? And um, that goes for home addresses and phone numbers and everything else, right? So it has to change. It, it has to grow into something that's more manageable, right? Right. And, and that's the only way that we can do it to retain our personal information. So when, when you log into the system, it sees what you're typing. Um, and when you hit enter, it, it doesn't, never leaves your, your, your device. It, it doesn't, it's not going anywhere. It's not you know, being logged anywhere. None of that. So it's, uh, it's all, basically you're deleting your own information. <laughs> it doesn't need it any longer. It already saw it. So, you know, and it's protecting it in that way. And then the third party uh, systems that are out there, <clears throat> they have no, they have no way of getting into it. You, you know what I mean? So like a, like a blockchain system, they have no way of getting into it because they're binary and we're non-binary, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but that's, that, that's where that stands right now. So we're, we're looking cool. for investors to, to invest both in the, the coin and, and, and in audio locks to get it up and going. And then, you know, there's other, other stuff they can invest into, into the technology itself. Cool. Another question. And then we'll have to start wrapping up pretty soon. Um, in terms of user interface, like one of the few things that holds back really great technology is either price 
or usability by the user. In this case, I don't think price is going to be an issue. I think it's actually going to be even more helpful. Yeah. Um, but the, the technology sounds very complex for how amazing it is. How have you guys worked on the user interface to make it as easy and simple as possible for someone to understand the benefit versus something like Spotify, um, as well as just you know navigate and, and use it once this comes out? Well, the UI UX was designed specifically, I'm an artist as well. So I mean, like mm -hmm. I said, I'm a child prodigy. Uh, I designed all the logos. I designed everything on the app, everything that you can see with your eyes, uh, I designed. Um, so um, I, do, I do album art too. Uh, but, you know, when, 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 you, when you, as a customer, want to make it easy, right? So I've got four buttons on mine. You know, you have your, you have your what's up front, you have your library, you have Explorer. You know, and then you have your account. It's, it's simplistic at, at its at its very best. Um, so um, there's really no one. There's really you don't. It doesn't even take that you know long to even as a normal person to uh, to to investigate how it works. It pretty much is self-explanatory. Uh, I try to make it as eye appealing as possible. Um, I took it to industry people and showed them the app, uh, and they they played with it and. It's, I have one, some great uh, producers that I have. Uh, they've played with it. And the, he says, we've seen so many, but this is the most beautiful app I've ever seen. They, they were, loved it. It was easy. It was very, very easy to navigate on it. And it's just beautiful. It, the artwork, it's beautiful. I, I put a lot of stuff. In. I can afford it because the, 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 the art in itself is designed by the AI. Okay. So when, when you... Um, I don't know how, how to actually say it. When you when you program it, and mm -hmm. I say I want smoke going across the thing, it, it'll it'll design the smoke going across the screen in three D, right? So it's pretty cool mm -hmm. stuff, right? And it, and it it's all this for enjoyment for the for the for the users to, to enjoy. The other thing is they have their own piggy bank for the first time. Okay, so their parents uh, for young children don't have to have a, a license in itself. They can have their parent. I have them a piggy bank so that because I have my own bank, so they can put their own piggy bank and pay for their kids, whatever. And they and they have their own um, uh, their own account, and so um, the kind of that rite of passage passage thing, right? So you know, thirteen and up kids can have their own their own uh, a library, and they don't their their parents are not involved, or they're not sharing their parents' stuff, right? So they have their own account. They also can form their own radio station on it so they can take all their best music and top 20 that they have, what they think. And if it wins, it'll basically be on the top 20 on the front page. So their friend, oh, I got my radio station. It's up there. So it's kind of like a, involving the, 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 the clients as well. I, I, I've learned that through, you know, through different things. And um, um, there, there's, like I said, you have the the streaming uh, device for the for them to see their their artists that they want to come on and say hi to them. Um, they're they can leave messages. They can uh, the the artists can leave messages, but the users cannot. I don't I don't want any kind of you know backlash from any of that. Um, so uh, we don't we're compliant across the world because it's it's completely AI and they're not you're not exploiting any information right. So it's very compliant. Um, and they, the, we've, we've had, you know, compliance officers from around the world say, there's nothing there. So there's nothing to be compliant about. We do have user policies, but, but I'm saying that there's nothing that's going against anybody, any other country, because there's no images. There's, there's nothing that's being used. Now the AI, every time 
that you play something or move a page or anything that you do to go someplace else or whatever to, to, to function, uh, it creates it for you every single time because it doesn't actually exist. It's a blank page. There's nothing there. Okay. So all the images that you see are created by the AI that second that you want something. When you go to the next page, it doesn't exist anymore. That, that interesting. Little, pretty interesting, right? No, it's very, very interesting. So nothing's it, being copied. Nothing's retaining in that, in that way. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? No, it's fantastic. It's crazy what you can do with AI these days. I, I just saw something uh, this morning on TikTok. Um, this guy had an AI write an entire essay for him. And I'm just like, what the hell? It's like there's it's like taking over like daily life already in so many ways. And it's so yeah. easy and accessible by people like down with the, the financial system, down with the educational system, like everything's just going to have an issue at some point. Like either AI is going to displace it, um, you know, or it's, you know, going to get integrated in a meaningful way. But I mean, damn. Every time I hear about it, it's like there's something new, some new use case popping out. Yeah. Um, it's insane where it's going these days. Well, you know, Elon Musk, I mean, he's, he's kind of, he's doing some things with it too. Uh, mm -hmm. But, but in itself is still, there's nothing like what I've done. There's, there's nothing uh, on the face of the planet that's anything like my technology at all, or even close. Like I said, AI is an algorithm, Okay. Um, and, and they're great um, to use, but once again, mine's a mine's something that's live, so it's not like an an algorithm. Yeah, I, I algorithms are still binary, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're oh yeah, they're, very binary. The neural paths um, that they have are still binary, right? Mm -hmm. So they, and this is how it works. I know most people may not think this way, but a computer is a calculator. It's all it is, right? Mm -hmm. I hate to say that, but it's true. Uh, it's a calculator. Um, the that when you when you put you have to input something for it to know i know that there's learning but once again if, if you've ever read anything about ai to learn something uh you have to, one you have to have input the other one is that you have to you have to role play with it for a, for a long time okay mm -hmm. for them to start getting that kind of an attitude you know starting to really think starting to think for itself or to, to have knowledge of how you reacted then and how you react now there's there's a whole new thing that i've developed that doesn't have to go through that learning curve it already knows it so right now if i ask you what your name is brandon you have to go ask your parents and then come back to me and say well my name my name is brandon that's how a computer works right mine already knows its name so it just it would just say mark Right. It doesn't have it can have the instant reply. It's not going anywhere to look for the information. Future is interesting, man. It really yeah. is. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we have to start wrapping it up. Um, unfortunately, this is sure. such an interesting convo. I feel like we could probably go on for a very long time. Um, but for those out there that are going to be listening to this, whether they're investors um, and I know there are that will be listening to this, um, whether they're developers and maybe want to work with this kind of technology, users, artists, whoever it may be, a creative, where can they go to learn more about uh, AudioLocks as well as um, maybe get in contact with you guys too if they want to work with you guys, maybe partner, maybe get some more information? Where, where do you want to send them? Uh, right now, most of the brunt of the information is on alocktoken.com. It's for the, with the coin in itself. 
it, it'll, it'll talk about the investment of the coin, but it also has videos from uh, what the technology is doing. And then it has the, the app technology, how the app works, uh, you know, and it's a, it's very laid out pretty easy. It, you ought to go take a look at it. It's, it's pretty interesting how it works. I did. I'm going to go take another look at it today. Um, I skimmed through and it's, and it was very, very fascinating. So I was really happy to get a chance to talk with you today and, and have you kind of elaborate on some of these things. Um, what, what if people want to get in contact with you? Are you on LinkedIn uh, or social I'm, media? I'm everywhere. I mean, you can put my name in. You got 14 pages of Mark Byron Lane. I mean, I'm everywhere. Perfect. Yeah. I've, I've had, you know, I've had like, a, well, LinkedIn, I've had, uh, you know, a Twitter, uh, Facebook accounts for probably the last 15, 16 years. As soon as they opened, I, I was already a, a member, you know, so I've been there mm -hmm. for quite a long time. Cool, cool. Um, guys, everyone that's listening and watching, uh, when this does go out, uh, make sure to go check out Dr. Mark Lane on socials and hit him up if you want to chat and have an interesting conversation about what they're doing. Make sure to check out Audio Locks as well. Um, they're pretty much uh, building this new frontier of what music and Web3 and the internet is going to be. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and the show as well if you haven't already. Uh, Mark, really appreciate the time, man. Thank you for diving into the details. You bet. Um, really, really interesting. We'll have to have another chat soon. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Talk soon. You bet. Bye-bye.